from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. The Cayman Islands Public Health Department has confirmed one case of dengue in the Cayman Islands. Director of the Mosquito Research and Control Unit, MRCU, Alan Wheeler, confirmed that the unit has, quote, begun preventative control measures across the Cayman Islands and will continue to monitor and adjust its activities based on surveillance findings and guidance from the Public Health Department. The Public Health Department is urging residents to be aware of the symptoms of dengue as a precaution following increased activity in the region. With the frequency of travel between the Cayman Islands and other regional destinations, the likelihood of increased imported cases is a strong possibility. Dengue, which is prevalent throughout certain countries in the region, is not considered to be endemic to the Cayman Islands as historically there has been no sustained transmission of the disease. Epidemiological data for the territory shows an average of one to four imported cases per year. However, in 2020 and 2021, there were no reported cases of dengue in the Cayman Islands. The Cayman Islands Anti-Corruption Commission makes two arrests. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. Two 44-year-old men, one of Prospect and the other of Georgetown, were arrested on Tuesday, August 23rd, upon suspicion of committing four separate offenses, breach of trust, contrary to Section 13 of the Anti-Corruption Act, fraud on the government, contrary to Section 11 of the Anti-Corruption Act, false accounting, contrary to Section 255 of the Penal Code, and transferring criminal property, money laundering, contrary to Section 133 of the Proceeds of Crime Act 2019. Both men were released on bail pending further inquiries. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The Central Planning Authority, CPA, tonight says it has received a copy of Acting Justice Walter's judgment in the Judicial Review application against the CPA brought in the Grand Court by the National Conservation Council, NCC, in September 2021. As we reported here on Radio Cayman, the Grand Court essentially determined that the CPA should not have authorized a project contrary to the NCC's direction under the National Conservation Act. CPA Chair Mr. Ian Pirado says the decision is currently being reviewed by the CPA and its legal counsel. Once that review is complete, he says the CPA will make any further statements deemed appropriate at that time. With Cayman opening the borders to all visitors, whether vaccinated for COVID-19 or not, public health officials are preparing for the possibility of a spike during this fall. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in the United States note subvariants of Omicron are the most prevalent there, but new variants continue to emerge, and with that, the development of new boosters and vaccines targeting them. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. Fewer COVID restrictions and the potential for more visitors to Cayman increases the likelihood of the arrival of new variants that are resistant to the current vaccines. That's one of the reasons Cayman continues to monitor developments on the vaccine front. The studies which have just been concluded in the UK mostly, uh, that's what I'm reporting on, uh, do demonstrate that the uh, bivalent Moderna vaccine, which has got the original Wuhan strain plus the BA1, I think, used as a booster, they have a slightly better uh, effectiveness in terms of protection from 
the severe disease. Chief Medical Officer Dr. Atilia Newton at the most recent COVID-19 press conference says the original Pfizer and AstraZeneca are effective, but we will see some new tools in our arsenal, such as the new Moderna vaccine. We are waiting for the next delivery of the vaccine from the UK government. We, we are always very, very grateful about that. And we have just been told that we can have the Moderna alongside the Pfizer as if we wish so. We just have to take, you know, how much we, we need of these or how much we need of that. Dr. Newton says it's likely Moderna will be recommended as a booster for 18 and over, but the first line of defense remains the first and second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Minister of Health, the Honorable Sabrina Turner, says vaccination clinics will ramp up ahead of the anticipated spike in high season and encourages people to get their vaccinations or boosters. Cayman and Cuba restart maritime delimitation negotiations. As Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports, that's just one of many topics discussed at Cabinet's August 9th meeting. At the meeting, Cayman's leaders dealt with a number of issues ranging from property to legislation to international dialogue, approving the resumption of maritime delimitation negotiations between the government of Cayman and the government of Cuba. Also at the meeting, Cabinet gave the green light for the transfer of 220 yards of beach sand from the asset register of the Ministry of District Administration and Lands to that of the Ministry of Youth, Sports, Culture and Heritage, as well as the allocation of two acres of Crown Development land in Georgetown for a new Cayman Islands National Weather Service facility, which you heard about right here on Radio Cayman last week. The group also reviewed the 2021 annual report and financial statements for the Portfolio of Legal Affairs, approved the Limited Liabilities Company's Amendment, Accountant's Amendment, and Financial Assistance Bills, which are expected to be tabled at the next sitting of Parliament. Finally, Cabinet noted the tax exemption status for June and July, as well as the 2021 Cayman Islands Annual Economic Report. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the summary online at gov.ky. The agriculture minister is keen to get students interested in container farming. The container farming is probably one of the best. You know, mm-hmm. it is the best organic farming that we can actually do. And, you know, we have limited of, of land space for our good agriculture land space. And this is something that I want to introduce into the school. Speaking on Radio Caymans for the record, the Honorable J.E. Banks says having access to a container garden at school will help familiarize kids with the new farming tech while teaching them the value and fun of growing and eating their own food. And I think the kids will be so proud to know that, you know, what they're actually eating at the school is something that they're actually growing in a physical mm-hmm. container. Mm-hmm. And I know that one of those containers could probably provide the schools with enough of their vegetables that they would actually need for our school. Mr. Ebank says he's hoping to get a container at each local government school in the future. Police report that missing teen Brianna Ebanks has been located. The 14-year-old was reported missing Friday, August 19th, causing police to issue a request for public assistance in finding her on Tuesday, August 23rd. She has been returned to her place of residence and appears to be in good health. Owen Roberts International Airport gets an upgrade. CIGTV's Donna Bush reports. Cayman Airways Sir Turtle Club Lounge is officially opened. The grand opening took place on Tuesday evening with various government ministers attending, including Minister for Tourism and Transport, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan. I have no doubt that our Sir Turtle members and business class passengers will be very satisfied with the enhancement to our service. My favorite part is those amazing images that remind the public and visitors 
of how beautiful our country really is. It adds value to the Cayman Airways product as a whole while offering the possibility of more jobs for our Caymanians. And I'm told that the process of hiring to have a full complement of staff is in the works. Senior government officials and the designer of the lounge joined Cal President and CEO Mr. Fabian Worms at the ribbon-cutting ceremony. It was with great cooperation and a great spirit of there has to be a solution that we came up with this area. This area was really supposed to be a part of the, the concessions that you see, and a lot of it should have been a storage area for the various concessions. So other arrangements had to be made to facilitate this space. When we saw the space, we said, yes, it's small, but it's bigger than what we had before. So we'll do what we can with it. And I think it came out really, really great. I don't think anyone could have expected more from the space. Now to find out more about the Sir Turtle Lounge benefits, you can go online to caymanairways.com. That's CIHTV's Donna Bush reporting. And we leave you with this one. The National Gallery of the Cayman Islands is offering a unique opportunity to learn the traditional rag-rug technique with a three-day workshop. Day one will be an introduction to rag-rugs, storytelling, and frame-building. Day two will be rag-rugging, and on day three, you'll complete your rugs and share final work with the group. NGCI's Maya Mutu says Miss Rhonda Edie will demonstrate the traditional style of making rag rugs and Nasira Sakushalet will explore the contemporary fine arts side. Spots are limited. These sessions are scheduled over three Saturday mornings beginning September 3rd. You can find out more by emailing education at nationalgallery.org.ky or by calling 945-8111. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.